Welcome to CEO Talk Thursdays, our first episode, first season, and man, I'm excited. It's been a long time coming. And so we're going to dive straight into the topic. And the topic today is payroll, okay? Payroll and quarterly bonuses. Now, you may be like, JK, uh, I, I don't have a payroll, <laughs> right? I don't do quarterly bonuses. Uh, you know, I'm 19 and, and I'm brand new to the entrepreneurship industry. I'm brand new as a CEO, okay? I'm, I'm brand new in everything that I'm doing. Matter of fact, I don't even know what I'm doing, <laughs> but I'm doing it, right? And that's okay because I, I, I know that beginning and, uh, and, and and I know you have the spirit of enthusiasm and you're excited and that's, that's all good, right? Now, what I want to talk about kind of breaking this, these two entities down is that one, you should have a payroll. Two, you should have quarterly bonuses. But let's start on payroll. Matter of fact, you do have a payroll. And I'm going to break this down. You think you don't because you think it's just you. Well, I'm going to show you how it's not just you and how you can turn this thing from just two or three people into a massive team that's propelling your business on different entities and how to keep people happy as well. So let's dive into it. So payroll, just because you are the janitor you are the salesman. You are the guy who opens the store, closes the store, right? Just because you are playing all these positions, okay, does not mean that you don't have other people on your payroll. Let me give an example. So, JK International, that's, that's, that's my passion, my, my, my main business. I have other businesses, but that's my main business. And we cover personal development, financial literacy, the mind, and money. That's what we cover. That's what we dive into. Right. Mostly the mind philosophy. So we dive into. Right. And with that, I have my videographer. His name is Victor Stout. Right. Victor Stout. Now, now Victor has his own company, but every becoming more workshop that is launched, which is every 60 days. He does the videography for it. He, he, he edits the videos for me for those. And he just took over recently um, just the Just Ask J show, which is on Facebook, Instagram, um, TikTok, everywhere. Right. And we're revamping that one for the new season. And he's now shooting that one. Right. Now, is he on my payroll? Absolutely. Let me let me explain. I pay him a check. OK, I pay him a check for his services in everything he does. So in all actuality, he's a part of my payroll. Now, he may not be a part of my entity, my LLC, my DBA, my C-Corp, S-Corp, whatever you're operating in. He may not be a part of my entity on paper, but he's a part of my payroll. I pay him. Okay. Let me give you another example. I'm just, I just recently got reconnected with, with an old friend who I was connecting with a couple of years ago. Um, and she's well connected in many industries, especially the music industry and uh, in the business world as well. Her name is Gail Archer. I'm bringing Miss Archer onto the team now. Okay. She's going to be helping me with marketing, uh, helping me with uh, websites, all these type of things, right? I'm delegating now. And we're going to talk about that on another episode. I'm t- delegating, right? CEOs get good at delegation, right? You cannot do everything. Matter of fact, you don't want to do everything. That's another level of CEO, right? So I'm bringing her in. Now, when I pay her a check, is she a part of the entity? She has her own business and we'll have our own agreement between the businesses. But is she on my payroll of, of my personal business? No, but I send her a check for our services, right? I will. So what does that mean? She's a part of my payroll. Okay. She's a part of my payroll. Also, I have um, uh, Faith Brewster, 
right? She does um, the 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 artwork uh, for my slides, right? She does the, the wording for my slides and all those things that you see in, in the workshops, right? Now, does she get a check? Absolutely. Now, is she a part of the business entity? No, she's not. No, she's not. Not on paper. But does she get a check? Absolutely. So that means she's a part of my payroll. Guys, I'm telling you, if you think it's just you, it's not. You, If anybody, if anybody is propelling your business, okay, if anybody is propelling your business in any way with services or products or anything connected to you, that's, that's being perpetual for your business and you're paying them a check, they are a part of your payroll and they are a part of your team more than you even know it. Okay, they're a part of your team more than you even know it. And you have to start looking around and start taking a watch and a, and a, and a, and a check mark of, oh, you know what? I do have a team. It's not just me. I do have a payroll. And matter of fact, for the fact that I know that you're not that the fact if you tell me that you don't have a team or you don't have a payroll, that tells me you're not keeping track of your money and what you're spending in the business. See, because once you keep track of what you're spending in the business on a month, at least a monthly basis or a quarterly basis by minimum, then that will tell you where's your checks going to, where's your money going to for services, right? For services, who's doing your marketing, okay? So that you're paying somebody for marketing. Well, well, that means they're on your payroll, right? And so let's dive into now um, quarterly bonuses, even when you have no employees, like, okay, JK, that makes no sense. Well, let me break it down to you. So let's get back to Victor again. Now, what Victor doesn't even know is that come this winter uh, at Christmas, he's going to get a quarterly bonus. means just extra money for just because he's done great work over the last year. And then he's also going to get a blazer on me. I'm going to take him to my tailor and I'm going to get him a fitted blazer with his name in it on me on the from the company. Now, I don't have to do that. It's just a part of the bonus, right? He's not even a part of my entity. Why do I do that? I do that because people like extra. For all my CEOs, especially brand new young CEOs who are starting out, write this down. People like extra, okay? They like when you when when you give and then you give on top of your giving, okay? And I'm telling you, the law of reciprocity will work for you in a whole different way once you understand that. That law is a major law, one of the 11 laws that govern this universe. And I'm telling you, the law of reciprocity will work for you in a different way. Okay. But now he's going to get that. He's going to get that blazer and he's going to get extra money on top of the money that he's gotten during this year for the services rendered already. Right. He doesn't even know he's getting it. Okay, Miss Faith Brewster for all the slides that she's done for me, right? She's also going to get a check and she's also going to get a gift on top of that. What? From who? From the company. From me, but from the company, right? From JK International for her services, okay? For her services. Guys, stop holding and hoarding your money and giving it to the wrong people. If you have a videographer, if you have a stylist, if you have a makeup artist, if you have a a marketing guy, if you have a a slice guy, if you have a poster guy, if you have a street team, all these people you pay money to, you need to have a quarterly bonus for each and one of them that's individual. 
if you want to just, hey, say, I'm going to pay everybody an extra $100 uh, every every three months. Hey, that's fine. You can start out like that. Even $50. If you're a small, small uh, mom and pop business that's just starting out, even $25. Trust me when I say anything extra that you're giving from to some from you to somebody else who is not looking for it, it put a smile on their face. I don't care who they are. People love to be blessed with something that they didn't think was coming. Okay. And it also tells them one, that your relationship between the two is great. They value you more. And then, and then three, they also get a, a new sense of your value of their services because they understand, okay, this person is giving me extra because they, that means I really did a great job for them. And now you, what you're doing is you're continually growing that relationship between the two entities. Okay. You're creating a payroll, which you have, and you're creating a, a certain energy around that team that you thought you didn't have. Okay. And now before you, before you know, you look up, you're going to have four five, six, seven people who's operating around your business. Who's a part of your business, but may, but may not be on your, your, your entity written down, but they're a part of your payroll and they're a part of your business. And then later on, you can bring them in on the business as partnerships or um, a part of the business in some form or fashion um, on, on paper. It's all up to you. But what I'm telling you as a CEO, especially a brand new one, you need to understand payroll. And if you think you don't have one, you do. If you're spending money, you do have a payroll, but you need to figure out where your money's going to the most important places and make sure that they are happy. The ones that's giving you, that's doing you services. Okay. That's bringing your business to another level. That's helping your business grow. And what are you doing for them on top of just the check that they deserve anyway for the job that they did for you? Okay. I'm telling you this, 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 this is, it's, it's simple things. Okay, it's simple things that a lot of young brand new CEOs don't even pay attention to. And what that does also is that it, it, it builds inner relationship between you and that person, not just from company to company. It builds an inner relationship between you and that person. Let me give you another example or another thing that you can do. Right. If you have um, a person who is. Um, you know, uh, doing your, your editing, your, your paperwork, or you have someone who is, um, even doing your taxes on your business, right? Your CPA, right? Or your tax guy, right? Whoever you have, I always encourage you to get a CPA if you have a business because CPAs know way more than regular tax guys. That's just my own personal opinion and experience. Okay. And, um, some nuggets I got from my mentor of mine who is highly successful in the seven and eight figures. And he, and I was just on the phone with him, uh, three days ago. And we were just talking about, um, the, the difference between, uh, regular tax people and CPAs when you have a business. Um, that's just a little nug, extra nugget I'm going to throw in there. Um, okay. But it's the relationship building. What I, what I want you to do also young CEOs and entrepreneurs, whoever you're building relationship with, that are doing you services for your business, take them to lunch randomly. You're like, JK, more money being spent. What you're not understanding is that the money is not being spent frivolously. The money, the money's actually being spent into your business because what you're doing, you're putting the money back into the same people who are, who are, who are propelling your business. You, this is, this is what I tell, um, um, young people when they, or just people in general, when they come to me for consultation, when I do consultations, especially in business, you got to play this like Warren Buffett. 
And what I mean is that you got to warm buffet this thing. You got to play the long game. I don't play the short game. Okay. Now I am short <laughs> in stature, <laughs> but my spirit is tall. Right. But, but I play the long game. I play the long game in investments. I play the long game in business. I play the long game in my gift, my talent, my, my purpose. I play the long game in everything. Meaning I'm always looking 30 years out, 20 years out, 50 years out. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, I'm always five years out, 10 years out. I'm always in the future. Now, I enjoy the present. I don't look at the past no more, but I, I, I'm always focused in the future, right? 10 years out, five years out, um, because when you do that, you're able to now cultivate the relationship that you have with them and, and how long you're going to have it with them. Okay, you have to see beyond just, oh, they gave me a service for this month. You know, I I use their services one, one or two or three times and I'm good. No, you need to develop a relationship with the people that are servicing your business. Okay, on an ongoing cultivation. So that means, hey, what are you doing today? Oh, hey, what are you doing next week? Are you free this Wednesday at 12 o'clock? No, yeah, I'm pretty free. Great. Let's grab lunch. Well, matter of fact, what is one of your favorite restaurants you like to go to? I love doing this with people. I'm telling you, I've done it all the time. I love doing this with people. I don't even, I used to start off with just taking people to lunch, with, you know, with places that, you know, just, you know, a nice little comfy place we can both go eat at. But now people I do inner business with, I said, no, 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 no. Where's your favorite place that you like to go to? Right? Because the golden rule says treat people um, how they want, uh, treat people how, how, you want to be treated. But the platinum rule says treat people how they want to be treated. See, I don't I don't I don't go by the golden rule anymore. I don't treat people how I want to be treated. Why would I treat someone how I want to be treated when they're not me? You understand? Let's go a little deeper than that. Let's treat people how they want to be treated. Okay? How they want how they recognize things, what they love to do. Let's treat them that way. Okay? And so I take people, I ask people, say, so listen, what's your favorite restaurant to go to? All right, great. Let's let, let's go there. Because one, it's a place they love to go to. So they're automatically happy when they get there. Matter of fact, they're happy before they get there because maybe they haven't even been there in a while, but they're excited because they love the service. Obviously, they love the food there. And they go there and even bigger um, smile on their face when the check comes and you pay for it. Say, hey, listen, it's all me. Or when they ask, say, well, you know, why are we going to lunch? Hey, listen, I just want to go to lunch. So want, you know, I just want to chill and talk with you, you know? Okay, great. No, no problem. And we go out and you pay for lunch and it's all on you and they even more excited. And you know what happens? What happens is the next time they see you or talk to you, the spirit is, in, is, 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 is magnified now. The energy between you is magnified. Now your relationship is put on a higher level. It's operating now on a higher frequency. And trust me when I say throughout these throughout this season and these episodes, we're going to be talking about frequencies, not only within yourself, but frequencies operating in your business. What frequency is your business even operating on? Do you know? Is it operating on a low frequency or a high frequency? Is it operating on a medium frequency? Is it operating on a negative repel frequency? Okay. Are you operating on one frequency and your business operating on one frequency? See, we're going to be talking about these things throughout this season, okay, and throughout these episodes. So get ready. But I, I want to close off with, remember, remember, young CEOs, new CEOs, and even seasoned CEOs who don't do this, you have a payroll. You have a payroll. Whoever you pay services 
two that's propelling your business is a part and you're paying a check to them is a part of your payroll and your team. So you have a team. Make sure you treat them right. Make sure they understand that they are extremely valued on a week, on a day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year basis. Don't miss a day. Don't miss a day to make sure that they know that you value them as a person, as a business and as a service. Okay. And then on top of that, not only from your mouth, you need to walk it now and you need to show them. Okay. Even if you need to take it out of your expenses, even if you need to take it out of the money you're paying yourself through your business. And I hope you, if, if you are, here's another nugget coming to you. If you are brand new in business and you just launched, you shouldn't even be paying yourself a salary for at least the, the first two to three years. And I know right now you just dropped, you just dropped your phone or you dropped your laptop. Hope you didn't. Um, <laughs> but you just, I know your face just turned up. That's again, that's a whole nother episode that we're going to talk about. I, I'm just going to throw this nugget in. If you don't want your business to die, don't pay yourself yet. Pay the business and then the business will pay you later. Trust me when I say this, put the money back into the business. Okay. But either way, take a portion or something out and do something good for these people every quarter. It could be the smallest thing, whether it's an extra $20, an extra $100 or a gift, a personal gift to them. Now, here's another nugget before I close this out. Here's my last nugget. If you are giving a gift as a quarterly bonus to people who are part of your team on your payroll, make sure that you have personal conversations and connections with them and you can surprise them with a personal gift, not just a random card or a gift, but something that they knew that they're looking for or that they mentioned that they wanted because you paid attention when you have conversations with them. You're not just communicating, you're connecting. I said, you're not just communicating, you are connecting with them. And so you pay attention and take mental and physical notes, okay, about your conversations that you have with them. Now, let me give you this example when I close off here. Back to Victor. When I started with Victor, let's end with Victor. Victor, we, I had a conversation with him. He didn't know I was taking notes, but he told me that because Victor is like six feet, I believe he's like 200 and change. Victor's a very big guy. Big, big guy, six and change, two and change in weight. And so it's difficult. He has the opposite uh, situation that I have. When he goes out, he's looking for a blazer. They usually don't have his size because he needs a big size. When I go out sometimes, if it's not to my tailor, when I go out and find a blazer, I usually got to gotta go to specific places because they don't have my size because my size either sells out or they don't have it because it's a very, very small size. So we have, So that's why I have a tailor. So we have the opposite issue, but still the same issue. So I paid attention to that. He said, always difficultly finding something for him, blazer or coat wise. So guess what? That's why I specifically chose that gift to take him to get a blazer because I know one, he's not going to have no trouble picking out any color because he could choose any color he want. He's going to have his name in it and it's going to be fitted to his body, which he's not used to, but looks for right all the time. And so that gift is not going to just be like, hey, this is a great blazer. It's personal. And I know for sure that he's going to love it just past being a blazer because it's something that he he, he normally cannot find because I paid attention when I was connecting and communicating with him in conversation. So, guys, that is uh, CEO talk for this Thursday. I am excited to catch you guys next week. And we have a special, special guest. I'm not going to drop her name right now, but we have a seasoned CEO. I have known this young lady for many, 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 many years. She has many businesses. 
She is an author. She is an entrepreneur. Okay, this young lady's been on fire as a businesswoman and a CEO for years. She knows the ups, the downs, the in-betweens, the perpendiculars, and the adjacents, right? <laughs> I'm too, so know those other angles. <laughs> I am excited that I was able to connect with her and get a couple minutes of her time to jump on the next episode, guys. So make sure you tune in next week, Thursday, all right? You've been listening to JK, the Moses of Personal Development. The Mr. Rogers of your neighborhood. And as I always say, as I always say, only busy bees make honey. And lazy bees, well, they make no money. Tune in next time, guys. Peace. All right, well, welcome to CEO Talk. Thursdays and uh, this is episode number two and I'm extremely excited to have a special guest in the room. Now before I introduce her, let's talk about the topic here. The topic is do CEOs get burnt out, right? Now I've come across many CEOs, both seasoned, both brand new, both in the middle and I've gotten mixed reviews about this. Right, I've gotten CEOs that have the employee mentality. I've gotten employees who have the CEO mentality, and they both get burnt out. And uh, I thought it was an incredible point to bring on one of the most esteemed CEOs that I have met during my lifetime. This young lady has many different hats that she wears. Right, this this young lady has done many things in a short period of her life. Very young. Right. Very young. And she has knocked the ball off of many, many industries. Right. So she's she's a CEO that wears many hats. Now, she's going to talk about being burnt out, but I think she's going to give you guys a perspective that you never heard before. And who I'm talking about is Miss Christina Dan Yeltsin. Make sure you give her a round of applause right now. Yes, yes, yes. How are you feeling today? I had to think about who you were talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I am amazing. Thank you for that wonderful and phenomenal introduction. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, Here's my thing. Um, I know we're both CEOs. I know you're a seasoned CEO. Um, I want to just dive straight into it. You know, I don't want to waste any time. Let's get straight to it. Do CEOs burn out? Do Do we burn out? Absolutely. Hmm. Absolutely. Uh, we do a lot. You know, I, I, you know, Jason, I am completely transparent. And so for those who don't know me, let me give you a quick disclaimer. I don't really filter too much. <laughs> but yes, we absolutely get burnt out. Uh, we do a lot behind the scenes that people do not see. Hmm. They see either what they want to see or they believe their perception may be. But there's a lot of work that goes in to what we do. Mm. And not only do we get burnt out by the own, but I I honestly, Jason, if I'm being completely transparent, I believe that the burnout really comes from us pouring and people not receiving. Mm. Because we give so much. Mm -mm. Say that again for them. Say Say that again for them. I believe it comes from us pouring and and people not receiving. And the reason why I say that is Mm. because You can't get burnt out doing what you love. This is our purpose. So we may get tired, but we don't get burnt out 
from the work that we do. We mm. get burnt out from the people who are not receiving what we're pouring into them to better them and to help them. Because I know my burnout comes from people asking me to do something for them or helping them with something. And then when I give it to them, they treat it as if it's like no value. Mm. And what they don't realize is what I'm giving you is not a word. What I'm giving you is not help. What I'm giving you is my time, my energy, and my money that I invested in myself so I can be better to help you. True. Mm, That's powerful. So not being burnt out by the work, but being burnt out by the people who don't receive the work. Mm. You know, I I have had people who ask me to, to consult them. And I take my time out to consult them. I take my time out to speak with them and to give them whatever they're looking for. And then I find that, one, they don't listen. Two, they don't implement it. And three, they don't really want what they ask for. And that becomes very draining to me. So I can resonate with that. And I, I feel I feel unsatisfied. I feel like the satisfaction that I usually get from helping someone, I, I didn't get because they came in with the wrong notion. They came with the wrong spirit. So that, that, that speaks volume. Now, now you said that you did agree that CEOs do get burnt out. Now you said that most times they get burnt out, not from the work, but from the people who don't receive the work. But is there times when you're working that you do get burnt out? Do you get overexhausted from working too much? Is that a possibility or how does it work for you? Yes. Um, and I believe that comes from being, for me personally, and I'm sure there's other CEOs that can agree and attest to this, uh, being an overachiever, you're in competition with yourself. I'm not in competition with nobody but Christina. And because I'm in competition with Christina, I don't know how bad Christina is. Like, that that chick is bad. Okay? Say it again. <laughs> and because I know how dope she is and how much she works and how hard she works, I am forever in competition with her. And so that overachiever mentality will burn me out. Like, I had to learn. I remember last year, my, my word of 2018 was rest because I did not know how to rest. Mm. I was forever going, 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 thinking it was going to make me better. And that's another thing, too. When you are getting burnt out, you need to stop and reflect on what is burning you out because you're probably doing more than what's necessary. As a CEO... Yes, we work hard. And yes, we have to put in time, blood, sweat, tears, all that stuff. But at the same time, an effective CEO would understand. Number one, you can't do everything. You need to learn how to give things to other people to, to do. Mm. You can't do everything on your own. And one of the, that was one of my biggest mistakes is trying to do everything on my own. And it doesn't work that way because I don't know everything. That's number one. And then also, you have to understand that if you're like me, a woman of faith, if I'm trusting and believing in God, there's no way in the world that I would be working that hard and overextending my energy when my trust is supposed to be in him. Mm. So, yes, I do the work, but working smarter and not harder. Mm. Man, I hope you guys heard that. <laughs> that was such a, a powerful nugget. And you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to elaborate on that a little bit. But I'm, before I do, I'm, I'm going to be 100% honest. And this is the time I get a chance to be 100% honest on this, uh, this, this live we're doing. 
I have a a uh, and you guys get a chance to get a sneak pre preview. I I'm do I'm going to do a Sunday video and it's going to be called Sunday Confession, where every Sunday I confess something that I've done wrong in my life. What I noticed about social media is that we will we will portray and shoot every video, every picture, every comment to be perfect. You will never talk about the bad times. You'll never go to somebody's page and see the bad times. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to have a platform where not just me, anyone can come on and shoot a comment and just confess, just release. Right. And here's my confession. My confession is I do not rest. Mm. And because I do not rest, what happened to me in about April of this year is that I had a dramatic anxiety attack that sent me to the hospital. Now, that may be nothing to you who, you know, well, anxiety is anxiety. I never knew that there's a complete world that comes with anxiety, anxiety attacks, people, seminars, all types of stuff. I had no clue. But what I do know, what I can tell you is that I will never, ever put my body in that form again. And so now I, I, what I, what I do is I operate around my rest. So I don't, I used to do work and then rest, but now I rest and operate my work around my rest. So every 90 days I go away. Every, starting next ne- next month, the beginning of 2020, I already set it in plan since October. Every 90 days, I will be getting rest. So come uh, February 29th, I believe it's the beginning of that week, right after becoming more part six, I will be in Atlanta for 10 days doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> oh, that is good. No, I just got to take away from you. That was really good. I hope y'all caught that right there. That was good. That's intentional. Absolutely, absolutely, and uh, it took a while because I've been working like this for a long time. And uh, once your body tells you something and the mind agrees, you got to do it. Um, so, so, so here's 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 my next question. So, so guys, w- when you have a seasoned CEO next to you who knows what to do, what not to do, you need to ask certain questions. If you don't, you're shooting yourself in the foot. So here's here's my next question. When you are a CEO and you see that you have a great work ethic and you get into a partnership with someone and maybe that person doesn't have the greatest work ethic, does that also come into terms with the burnout? Like, could that also be frustrating or uh, help push into if you have any type of partnerships when it comes to people who don't have the same work ethic or character as you? Oh, I think we done touched something, y'all. I think, all right, let me. I'm just gonna pause. And let Miss Danielle speak Woo. her mind. <laughs> oh man, absolutely. Listen, by all means, protect your energy. Number mm. one, I'm big on protecting my energy. I'm big on following and, and chasing after my dreams. And if someone is not in alignment with what you know you're supposed to do, which means it's confirmed by God, not what you think you're supposed to do, because that's a whole different topic and a whole different thing right there. But if God confirms something for you, or if there's something been confirmed in your soul, like mm. you know in your heart of hearts that you got to do this, you let nobody deter you from that. Mm. Nobody. And personally for me, because I don't want to put this on nobody else, but I'm going to give you what I do. I will pray and ask God to remove anybody who is in the way of my destiny. Mm. And it doesn't have to be in a negative way, but I personally cannot push people away. I'm not going to lie to you. 
I, I have a big heart. So I can't push people away. So I have to go to God and ask him to remove the people out of my way. Because what happens is, like you said, Jay, we end up trying to help these people, mm-hmm. trying to bring them into what we're doing. And because the energy is different and because the, the vision is different, that will create a burnout. Because mm-hmm. you are spending your time and your energy on something that has nothing to do with where you're supposed to be going. Mm-hmm. I can't pull somebody to go where they're not supposed to go. I can't make somebody, I can't force their mind to think like how I think. As much as I would love to and as much as I may love you, I still got to go where I got to go. Because here's the deal. I got lives to save. <laughs> I and, love and, it. And if I'm standing here stuck with you, mm. trying to figure out things with you, this I am hindering someone else's blessing. Mm. I am possibly, possibly about to miss the mark of where I'm supposed to be to save somebody's life because somebody's getting ready to give up and I need to be at a specific place at a specific time to specifically be with that person but if I'm here trying to beg and plead with you Mm. to come with me I'm missing where I'm supposed to be you get what I'm saying and it's not to knock the person who's right there I'm gonna pray for them but again that's why I said in the beginning I gotta ask God to move them Because it may be difficult for me. And that may be somebody's story right now. They may be in a relationship with somebody. Let's keep it real. Mm-hmm. You love them so much. You want them to be there with you. You want them to be successful with you. Because I was in that relationship. I was married. I'll be very transparent. And it was not working. It was, there, there was a tug of war. Mm-hmm. And what ended up happening is I became frustrated and angry and bitter and all these other things. And my energy got burnt out because I was not fulfilling my purpose. I'm too busy trying to fulfill a person. Say that again, please. Say that again. Fulfill your purpose, Mm. not a person. Mm. Oh my God. That is, that is beyond. Woo. That is beyond. I just got a whole revelation by myself. Oh, revelation by myself. Man, I hope you guys took that as a serious, a serious um, sentence, not just a quote that you're going to put on Instagram. And I'm sure it's going to fly everywhere, but you need to really listen to what she just said. Because that resonated with me. I'm telling you, I have dragged chicken to be an eagle all day long. And what I've noticed is that you can drag a chicken to the end of the, 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 the globe. And they will never become an eagle. That's just not who they are. That's not what they're born to do. And you 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 will you will kill yourself. You will literally while you're dragging them, you're actually dragging yourself at the same time. And I really believe that's where the burnout comes from. And I agree uh, with you, Christina, that 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 is that can be such of an overload. Yeah. Um. And and it becomes mental. Then it becomes emotional. And then it becomes just just something unnatural. Right. But you, you said something earlier. You talked about and, and it's funny because that is going to be another episode. But I want to dig into a little bit before we, we close off here. You talked out about being a CEO and pretty much doing everything right. Not being able to delegate. And I think that delegation is one of the biggest things I see, especially new CEOs. I mean, all these young people, you know, 21, 19, 17, brand new uh, companies, brand new LLCs, DBAs, S Corp, C Corp, whatever you want, whatever they're doing. And and they have this notion that, okay, I'm going to be the janitor. 
I'm going to be the window washer. I'm going to be the guy who cleans. I'm going to, I'm going to do everything. I'm going to be the sales guy. I'm going to open, I'm going to close. And that's great in the beginning, in the beginning, because it's just you. And I understand that I've been there, but at what point do you not pull in a CFO? At what point do you not pull in a COO? Big business. These guys get good at delegation. See, that's the challenge. And, and I want you to touch on that just a little bit of the importance of having other people either in your business or attached to your business that propels the business. So you're not doing everything. Can you touch on that before we close off? Oh, absolutely. I'm going to keep it very um, simple. If your company is not making any money, you need to delegate. That's just as simple as it gets. If you are not there, if there's no ROI, and first of all, if you don't know what ROI is, you definitely don't have a company. Um, if there's no ROI, return on investment, you need to delegate. Mm. Okay? Um, you cannot be everything. And and like Jay said in the beginning, yes, you may try everything. But listen, we are in 2019. We're practically 2020. The calendar says 2019. But us CEOs, we in 2025. Let's just keep it real. And in this day and age... There is access to so many resources. There is no reason why you are doing everything. Mm. Utilize your resources. Literally, they are right around you. And I know people, I was in a place as a beginning CEO where I'm like, well, I don't know what my resources are and I don't have the money and I don't have this. Listen, let me tell you something. Google is your best friend. <laughs> it is your whole best friend. If you want to delegate anything to anybody, delegate it to Google. I promise you, Google and YouTube will be your first two employees. <laughs> okay? They ain't getting no insurance though, no medical. You ain't getting no. You with ten ninety nine? You ain't getting. I'm telling you, okay? They ain't gonna cost you nothing because you got a cell phone. That's where it starts. Use your cell phone. Google and YouTube are your first two employees, and I promise you, if you delegate it to them, I promise you, you can see return on your investment a lot sooner. Mm. And then, as you learn from there, you learn who to delegate to, who to reach out to. The resources are out there. Just utilize them. I promise you guys, it is not difficult to become a CEO. It's not difficult to start your brand, your company, and we only want the best for you. We will give you every tactic that we messed up on so that you don't have to make the same mistakes that we did, right? And again, Jason, I'm sure you you made mistakes in the beginning. Shoot, I'm still making mistakes today. I made a mistake just 10 minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But again, the resources are out there, guys. I just gave you two new employees. Congratulations. <laughs> you you made it. <laughs> you made congratulations. You made it. <laughs> Man, I was that was ex- wow. That was extremely uh, powerful, guys. I, I you know I hope you really have been taking notes uh, during this podcast. And uh, we, we you know we had an incredible guest here, and Miss Miss Danielle. She has really poured into um, not only me today. But also those who have been listening, don't take this for granted. Take notes. Play this back multiple times, right? And and, and what I want to get into before we end here, I'm gonna let uh, Miss Christina, you know, give out all her wish needs, where she is, and where you can find her and connect with her. She's very down to earth, superstar, but she's very humble. And now before we get into that, I want to close off with: if you are a CEO, okay, my first business was a sneaker business when I was 17 years old. Okay, I'm not going to give my age. <clears throat> but what I will tell you is I've been doing business for quite some time. And what I've learned is that uh, when I was doing it wrong was when I was all by myself. And if you are a CEO, 
one nugget I want to give you before we, we come off here. CEOs look for vision. That's what CEO, that's their job. CEOs don't go out and recruit. CEOs don't uh, go into the, you know, the to where the scientists are and say, hey, how's the formula for the product? They don't do that. Mm. CEOs are the ones that pull the company. They pull the company. CEOs are the ones in front of that wagon. The wagon is the company. And the CEOs are the ones that's pulling the wagon. They got to see where we're going. They're the one that map it out. The CFO is the one that looks into the company to see what is going on. Make sure things are going on right. And they cultivate the company. Know the difference. If you don't have a CFO, find one. Partner up with one. Stop being the person said, listen, I don't want to delegate because I got to do everything myself because I'm scared of, of, of sharing my talent. I'm scared of somebody either, sh- or either taking my talent or outshining me. That's not how big business work. You will always be a mom and pop shop if you stay with that mentality. You must, and I'm going to say this very, very diligently, you must broaden your horizon, Okay. You must look for people who can better you. Leave your ego at the door. Trust me when I say, if somebody wants it, they'll go pick it up if they need it. Okay? Okay. <laughs> you won't miss it. Trust me when I say it. All right? So, uh, Miss Christina, just let people know where they can find you, what's new with you, and what is going on and how they can reach you. So I am easily accessible on Instagram. That's probably the best way to reach out to me. It's three underscores, one, two, three, Christina Danielle. You can also find me on Facebook under Christina Stewart. Um, Yeah, that's the easiest way to find me is those two. And I answer all my DMs unless you come in my DM incorrect. In which case, I will check you in the name of Jesus. But um, that's a whole different story. But I'm very easily accessible. Like he says, I'm very down to earth. I, I am such a real person. Like, guys, seriously, I, I really am. And reach out to me. If you're listening to this podcast, I would love to hear your feedback. I'd love to ask you if you have questions to ask to ask go right for it i'm also having the brand called did you pray um that is on instagram as did you pray underscore official brand that brand was created oh my gosh about three or four years ago now and it's ever evolving um we actually have some new stuff we're shooting out for 2020 and go check that out as well that brand like i said it was created to implement prayer to a prayer nation i i don't care about your past i don't care about your present right now how can I help you create a, a prayer life? You know what I mean? How can I help you to have more conversation with God so you can be a better person mm. for yourself and for others? Because I think too many people, not I think, I believe and I know too many people have counted themselves out because of their past mistakes. Mm. We got past mistakes too. All right. We, we were not, always, we're still not perfect. I sin every day. That's why I need him. Okay. So your relationship with God is a personal thing. And I want to help you build that. So definitely um, learn more about the brand. Hit me up on Instagram, guys. And, you know, thank you for joining us. And Jason, thank you for having me. Like, this was so dope. Let me just tell y'all real quick about him. Can I brag on him real quick? This man is so amazing, so humble. He is a worker beyond workers. But what I love about him, if you're not, like, really paying attention to what he does, he is so big on building other people, Mm -hmm. like, from the inside out. And I love and appreciate him for that. Like the time we're recording this right now, I should probably be in my bed, but I can't because it's him. (laughs) Okay.
okay? And if Jason calls, I'm coming. Like, that's just what it is because he is that person that will always have my attention, always have my love, and always have my support. So thank you, Jay, for everything that you do. Blessings to you. And I'm definitely looking forward to more collaborations with this dope man right here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when I tell you, I did not pay for that. (laughs) I did not pay for that, but I will take it. (laughs) I will take it. One thing that she left out, okay, was her podcast. Okay? Her podcast. Yes, you have that. Okay. (laughs) I wrote a book. I got another book coming. I got a lot going. Listen, go on my DM. Go on my page, all right? There's a lot going on. But yes, I do have a podcast called the Christina Danielle Podcast. Absolutely. When I tell you I chose the right person who has a a crazy, incredible work ethic, and now you understand why she was on this topic. There's nobody else I want to choose because I know that she's involved with many projects. She just, she just work, 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 work. She get it done. Now she do rest, but she, 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 she's not lazy by no far, by no means. Okay, she gets it done. So for those who want to take a nugget out and say, listen, what do I do? How do I? What type of work ethic should I have? You can have that, but she gave you both. She gave you the work ethic and she gave you the balance so you don't have a burnout. And I think that's just absolutely incredible. So DM her, uh, inbox her. Uh, if you're privileged enough to even get a contact number, <laughs> God bless you, <laughs> get a contact number and you can talk to her directly. She's very humble, very sweet, and she will help you in any form or fashion. You've been listening to JK, the Moses of personal development, the Mr. Rogers of your neighborhood. And as I always say, as I always say, Only busy bees make honey. And lazy bees, well, they make no money. Tune in next week, Thursday. We have another guest. Oh, best believe it's going to be a good one. Peace.